Hello and welcome to GoCast Podcast. We're doing a special extra bonus episode here, an interview with Reversal. Reversal, how you doing? Hey, I'm doing good. Great. Good to have you back. This is our third time, I believe, hanging out together in a recording space. Yes, it's uh, it's three times the charm, I guess. Three times the charm. Yeah, the first two, you know, I didn't want to say it aloud, but the first two kind of were misses, right? So uh, this Yeah, exactly. One, <laughs> I have to come back here and right. uh, do another one. The first one. two were practice. Exactly. 100%. So before we get started, I know that we're we're currently recording this live on your stream, which is a, a unique experience for me. Thank you so much for inviting me to do so. Mm-hmm. But for those that are listening at home that might not be part of your stream, do you want to kind of give just a real quick introduction, an elevator pitch as to who you are, uh, what you do in the Pokemon space, that sort of thing? Okay, sounds good. Um, so everybody that's listening in, my name is Reversal. You can call me Geo. 30 years old, I'm from the Netherlands, just have been producing Pokemon content as a whole for the last, well, since Pokemon Go has been released, basically. Uh, Start off with YouTube videos, and then uh, since the ending of uh, 2019, I've dabbled into Twitch and kind of made it a full-time thing. From there, I started streaming full-time every single day while still trying to provide Pokemon Go content as far as we can right now, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's it's kind of like a mixture of both. It's like putting my eggs into different baskets, one being Twitch, other being YouTube. Yeah, exactly. And and I really wanted to touch on that in particular because that's been the thing that's happened the most since the last time you and I had a chance to speak. And it's it's incredibly interesting because in some ways you were kind of ahead of the curve. <laughs> <laughs> you think so? I yeah, um, absolutely. We'll we'll get to that in a second. But the past like three or four months your focus has kind of shifted away from your your YouTube vlogs, your Pokemon Go almost exclusive content with streams intermixed. It's kind of switched, right? You're, you're focusing on Twitch and streaming and there's Pokemon Go, but it's not your main content focus. Do I have that correct? Yes, that's right. Okay, cool. So what was behind the motivation uh, for this change? Because I know it was prior to the whole global pandemic situation. Yeah, it's kind of weird how during the switch, the pandemic uh, eventually happened but initially it was just the release of pokemon sword and shield which as a pokemon fanatic you're always excited for when a new game gets released in this particular case i feel for twitch it was the most logical choice to make because i feel that twitch has the superior uh, streaming platform over youtube but youtube tends to be a little bit of a mess uh, in terms of moderation and the ability to host other channels and rate and stuff so it was very logical to me to get back on twitch i've had the twitch channel for approximately four or five years now but i've never really uh, i've never really done anything with it seriously to the level i'm at right now so i did i did do let's go streams on twitch and i played other games but i wasn't really focusing on growing twitch as a platform as i have over the last like five years or so so it kind of was a perfect time first off because it's cold and you cannot really go outside play pokemon go as much as i would like and then also with sword and shield it kind of give the perfect excuse to start kind of focusing to build Twitch as a platform full-time in the time being as well. So uh, from there, I, I just kept on going with it. It was really going well. It got, I built a community in, in practically a month month worth of time, which is the Shinyans that I've been doing. And it's been, it's really been taking off to a, to a level far beyond my imagination, I'd say. 
Oh, geez, I'll say. I mean, uh, just the social media presence of your shift has been felt for people that don't even tune in. You know what I mean? Everybody seems to know exactly what you're up to because everybody's creating these great clips. There's a lot of buzz, all this conversation. Mm -hmm. That's the exciting thing about live content. And it kind of begs the question that do you think that there will be even more creators moving away from long form videos in favor of interactive live content? It's, It's a huge shift, right? I mean, I think you talked about this to some extent on one of your videos lately, but it's a huge shift from from producing videos from front to end and then putting those out and then being on camera live it's a totally different beast yeah it's definitely a skill set that you need to get used to and getting to accustomed to Uh, as far as i'm concerned i think right now a lot of people are trying this creative space of live streaming and seeing how that you know if, if that if this is a hit or a miss you cannot really do much anyway like going outside a lot of the things are restricted right now so especially creators who are full-time in the space they they look for alternatives and see whether or not what they kind of throw things to the wall and see whatever sticks right uh, so i think you you now right now at this very moment see a lot of creators and uh, for example the pokemon go content creators i, th- I think everybody at this moment in time Uh, has pretty much moved to Twitch to just see how it is. Yeah, definitely. Which, by the way, man, hey, where's the Animal Crossing content? What are you doing? (laughs) Oh, man. I love AC. (laughs) I love it, but I can't. I I have my baby that I need to focus on. Oh, no, for sure. I'm just blowing smoke. I just thought that was was funny. So you do enjoy Animal Crossing. Okay, cool. Sweet. 100%. Yeah. Yeah, so it is really interesting to kind of see the shift right now, but how much do you feel that is in response to nobody being able to go outside currently, and how much of that is just a, a, a trend that was going to happen anyway? Oh, man, it's it's kind of tough to say because I'm only like part of a, a particular, like like a really small a pixel in the spectrum of content creation, right? So I don't know sure. how it is for live content, vlogging, that sort of stuff. I, I really don't know. As, as far as the Pokemon seen concerned especially with animal crossing now that we just mentioned and and pokemon sort of should be released I, I do feel a lot of people are more streaming now than ever yeah oh yeah i think that that's unavoidable to to see one of the silver linings is that twitch is doing very well and there's a lot of great creators out there for people to go hang out and spend their now free time hanging out with other people in a space that's safe and all that that's it's spectacular i think it's cool that creators are kind of rising to the call yeah, absolutely. And I also think that, uh, for example, what, what I'm really seeing is, um, for example, during Christmas or just holidays and stuff, and people really like, you know, retreat towards streaming platforms or just even online entertainment for the ability to like hang out and stuff. So it's, it's kind of nice to, uh, to, to see how that uh, kind of comes together uh, when it comes down to streaming. It's, it's, a, it's a much different approach for sure, but you got to see things you didn't know were there uh with with streaming basically do you think that youtube will be a future option for you because in another video you explained kind of why you were on a hiatus from creating the long form video content uh hiatus isn't necessarily true because you were putting them out it just wasn't nearly as frequent right that's correct right so what do you think that youtube has to do in order to repair their relationship with creators maybe in particular in the niche that you were in the the video game vlogging sphere right is there something that they could do to bring you back to that the focus that you were at before i think for someone in my particular scenario where i still need to work very hard and put in many many hours a week in order to make ends meet i think it's very important that if YouTube wants to win creators back, and I'm once again, it's for me kind of more of a hiatus, but I think in general, I think YouTube should offer more consistency in the 
the things that they do, uh, maybe actually invest more manpower than they are currently to ensure that creators actually want to be in there and not have the feeling that they might end up not being able to make ends meet with the content that they create. Because there's a big difference between making videos part-time and going full-time. With full-time, it is kind of difficult because you, you're always kind of dependent on whether or not you have the capability of getting X amount of views, getting those sponsorship views and all that sort of stuff. Whereas people that are doing this part-time, they can still, you know, they'd still have their work or school and whatnot. Right, yeah. More, it's like security, basically, that YouTube needs to offer or just something that tells us creators like, hey, oh, YouTube is listening to us. YouTube is fixing stuff in the algorithm. YouTube is fixing the demonetization things that are happening as of late. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, I think one of the things that you were getting at there, the uh, especially the, the difference between a part-time and full-time sort of thing. When you're full-time and all you're thinking about is that algorithm, how to minimize and maximize your results from that, you know, like that's got to be very stressful, especially if they're not working with you in that regard. Yeah, it, it really is. And especially if you're doing it for several years, it can wear you out. It can burn you down. Uh, it, it, it has such a, uh, it has such a, uh, psychological effect on you. And I think that's the case for full-time creators, no matter what level they're at, whether they're like level of PewDiePie or even someone who's just gone full-time, uh, we all get like new, no matter what height you reach, cause like full-time content creation is the dream for a lot of people out there, but no right. matter the, the level that you reach, there will always be new challenges and new uh, moments of stress that come with reaching a new plateau. Yeah, reaching a new level of success and having to move that bar can be <laughs> yeah. frustrating in and of itself, right? Yeah. I, I kind of wanted to change topics and talk a little bit about Pokemon Go now uh, and your relationship with it in lieu of making the the pressure, I suppose, of making those daily vlog videos, right? So mm -hmm. you've stated many times that while Pokemon Go isn't your main focus for content, you still play pretty much all the time. So like I was saying, how has your relationship with the game changed now that you aren't always filming for content or looking for an opportunity to film for that? It's kind of interesting because I enjoy the game more now than before. The ability for me to take a step back with Pokemon Go and having the capability of just opening the game when I want as opposed to having to uh, is a major shift in my perspective of playing Pokemon Go. Uh, before, I would have to go out and shoot a video and shoot a vlog and make sure I got shinies and play my community day and stuff. And now I can choose to do these things. So that is like the big difference. And that in turn makes it way more fun for me uh, to play the game and uh, not not having the ability, not, not needing to pursue content, not needing to pursue certain evolutions or do massive amounts of raids or go for the XP game. Gives it a whole new perspective that that I very much welcome. Yeah, I can, I can only imagine, right? All this freedom to enjoy it again in a different light without any expectation is it liber it's liberating, right? So, mm -hmm. It <laughs> is. Nice. It's, it's like literally yeah. a weight that goes uh, is lifted off your shoulders. So that being said, I remember when the XP grind was a major focus for your gameplay, right? So mm -hmm. do you find yourself now that you aren't filming for the content per se, do you find yourself going back to the way you used to play? Are you still focused on XP grind? Like... How are you playing now? I just play for fun really now. Sure, XP is still one of those things that is in the back of my mind and it's still the one stat that I like the most personally. 
So I will still go after that. But as far as achievements, um, I I feel I've I've reached a point in Pokemon Go. I think like last year or the year before that, where I've accomplished everything that I had set in mind and that I wanted to accomplish for myself as far as the game concerned, in terms of the amount of raids I've done, the XP I've gotten, the amount of catches, Stardust. I, I hit all those goals, right? So my, my focus has definitely shifted uh, in regards to that. So I just play because I, I know it gets me out. Uh, it, it is, once again, a, just a cool companion app that I can just boot up and you know catch Pokemon nearby, and then if they're shiny, it's cool. I no longer have that feeling of FOMO uh, where, where I just think I will not be able to get that shiny. Uh, that's no longer there. So it, it's a good thing, uh, really, just being able to relax a little bit. Absolutely. I think some of the changes that have been made to that game recently, though, too, considering the global situation we're, we're all dealing with right now, Mm-hmm. has been quite the talking point recently in our communities. And I was kind of wondering how uh, that's affected your relationship with the game as well, because you've been more isolated right now making your Twitch content. You haven't had to go out nor to do so. So you mm-hmm. seemed you were like two months ahead of the head of the game, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> do you think that if you hadn't already been leaning into Twitch as much that when this came around, uh, you would have? Or do you think you would have done something else? I would have streamed on YouTube, I think. If I wouldn't have dabbled into Twitch as much as I have, I probably would have like gone the old way and stream it on YouTube and stuff like that. But the the cool thing, uh, and I don't know if you've noticed that at all, Chris, is that in the Pokemon directory on Twitch, there are so many more streamers on there now because of the changes that have been made with Pokemon Go. It's, it's really insane. People getting partnered on Twitch. Uh, basically, to for people that don't know what that means is you need to get 75 uh, concurrent viewers on average uh, throughout an entire month in order to get partnered. And people are getting partnered in the Pokemon Go directory, which is phenomenal. Like that, that would have not been imagined anywhere outside of the first couple of months Pokemon Go were being was being launched, which is really great. It's neat to see the explosion of content around it, too, done in a legitimate fashion now. And that's enabled because of these changes, right? Yes. That being said, I mean, there have been several streamers that had all these setups that would take their phones with them and then they would transmit while they were out on the road and stuff like that, too. And even those streams weren't getting as much attention right now as some of these local stay-at-home Pokemon Go streams are, are getting. True. Yeah, that's quite an interesting dynamic. But also interesting for the future of the game. And that's something I was really excited to kind of pick your brain about, because even if it's not your main focus right now, you've played Pokemon Go since it came out and you've been very involved. (laughs) So that being said, I'm kind of curious what you think about these concessions that Niantic has made with some of these features, right? And about how it might affect the game moving forward. I wanted to talk about particularly remote raids. Mm hmm. So with the system that they've had rolled out for remote raids with remote players, they will eventually deal less damage, right? There's a limited Mm -hmm. number of people that can participate at the same time, things like that. Do you think, in your opinion, that those systems are around for a lot longer than we might think? Or do you think that they'll take them back as soon as the whole situation with the pandemic is relatively sorted out? Yeah, so some of the new features that are like in Pokemon Go and I think will be added to Pokemon Go will have that being added permanently. So I think remote raids are going to be permanently. But once again, they they are making these features 
and that's what I think. Uh, once again, I work together with Niantic, but they don't like confirm with me whether or not what their thought process is. So we're very much like speculating half of the time. So what I genuinely feel is that Niantic is always building for the future. So they are making these features uh, right now. So that way in the future, you can still use your remote ray pass. But then once again, once we're able to go outside, people will be able to do less damage than when they're actually there. And also what I think is happening with remote rates, they're going to be more expensive than regular rate passes from what I understand. Yes, that was my understanding as well. So that makes sense for their model, their money-making model as well. Exactly. Okay, so th- that being said, with the remote raids, there's been a huge emphasis on Go Battle League as well, mm-hmm. and it's kind of led to some uh, some issues with stability and stuff like that. How do you feel about the, the, the current state of affairs for, for Go Battle League? There's a lot of, you know, back and forth about it wasn't ready or it's just under a lot of stress right now. You know, where are your, where's your opinion? Where's your head at with Go Battle League currently? Mm-hmm. Uh, so the way that I think, like, just with any sort of release of anything is that... I feel they rolled out Go Battle League as a feature, and then they were building upon that feature and still adding more and more stuff in there, such as like the rewards, it's getting optimized, we're getting different seasons, uh, it's getting a little better. So it's just like being being tweaked about a, a little bit here and there. I definitely feel that the state right now with Go Battle League is all right, but there's definitely still a lot of uh, room for improvement. I feel that the lags... And the issue with connection are like still too frequent for what it should and probably what they want it to be. So I, I still think they're like, I think it's currently the most actively worked on feature for Pokemon Go, I'd say, because they're constantly promoting it as well and do cool stuff with it. And they're trying, they, I, I, you can really see if you look at the uh, at the way that they're approaching is they're really trying to get even a lot of casual players into it by offering stuff like the Meryl Day uh, and so on and so forth. So, yeah. Right. I think they've been very creative with the sort of incentives that they've been able to offer, right? Right. For, uh, for all of these kind of stay-at-home things. I, I kind of wanted to ask in particular, because we just had it the other day, it was Aber Community Day. It was, it was yesterday for at least my time zone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so how was it for you? Did you enjoy the isolated gameplay? What's your feedback fun. on that? Yeah, it yeah. was it was fun, bittersweet, but fun. Uh, fun in the sense, of course, that a lot of people, and I think mostly role players, finally have the capability of having a proper community day, which is great. <laughs> I think the time frame was good as well. And yeah, it was, I think it was good fun. And, and it's also streamable now, which is major game changer for content. Right, yeah, it does kind of fit back into the void, right, of other content. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it fit right in. Niantic was one of the first companies to really pivot their game in such a big way. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think in any way they might have gone too far? Do you think they're going to have a hard time reeling some of this in when everything is said and done? How do you mean? So, like, the double distance interaction with gyms, some of these stop gaps that were in place before, like, remote reading was a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there were some issues with, like, the Pokestop, the photo disc. You could see it was spinnable, but it wasn't. So mm-hmm. People are going to get used to, like, the extra gift giving, the double incubator bonus. Like, the longer that these bonuses are kind of around, it becomes a norm. And and so I'm, I'm just kind of curious if you think that in some of these aspects, yeah, the built-out features like remote rating might be around for the long term. But some of these intermediate things that were just kind of like band-aids at the time, you know, how are you feeling about those? So if I were to be working at Niantic, then I, I definitely think that Niantic can see that incense is being bought a heck of a lot more, meaning that 
Pokeballs are being bought a heck of a lot more. That's just at least what I think. So I think some there's going to be traces of that that will could stay. At least I think that's that's likely for that to happen. But I do feel that, for example, the double distance on gyms and stuff, that's going to revert back to the way it was. You cannot like... The, at the end of the day, from what I know with my conversations with Niantic is that they very much strive to have that and go part. You know, it's still Pokemon Go. Uh, right. So so yeah, uh, I think it's going to be a bit of both. It's going to be a mixture, but where the mixture is going to be at, that's that's like only only Niantic knows right now. Or, right? Or yeah, maybe is, they don't. Is, right? They they might not. You know, they're in the same boat as we are. We're all dealing with something bigger that we can't really predict what's going to happen. Yeah, we're trying to make intelligent moves. And and for the most part, I think everybody can kind of agree that Niantic has done well in this situation. But I'm sure there's always room for improvement. Do you think there's anything? that Niantic could be doing even more than they already are to make Pokemon Go more palatable at this time? There are a couple of slight little things that are just like, uh, they could have done that a little different. What I, for example, really liked is the amount of Pokeballs that you were getting during Abra Community Day. And, and I would like to see more of that. More Pokeballs, even more rewards, just like stuff like that would be great right now yeah that buddy gift with the increased pokeball bundle was i wasn't expecting it and it It was just it was so funny it was so funny (laughs) i I do think maybe maybe that's the one point of critique that i would say i I feel for that hour they should have made it that buddies from any level could have brought gifts because i cannot i don't know how many times but someone came in my chat i was streaming it and a thousand people watching and, and every other minute or so i felt someone came in and they're like yeah my buddy's not bringing me any gifts and then you had to explain to them that you cannot get to grade level in one day and then you right. could feel that sort of disappointment about the not knowing off and i could feel I, I feel they could have been prevented and they could have set it to good level just for the hours that community day was running at Right, for sure. I mean, we did that for the uh, remote battling. So why not for your buddy as well? That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, certainly. All right. So kind of like bringing it all together in the end here, because, hey, you've been on our show a couple of times. You know, we're all about goal setting and looking towards the future. Right. And right <laughs> and right now it's it's incredibly interesting because nobody knows what's going to happen next week. <laughs> Yes, it's weird. Right. Yeah, it is. So that being said, considering you, you've, you've been on the now the other side of a large transition for your content creation, I'm interested to hear where your future goals are set at. What's your current goal right now besides Phoebus hunting? <laughs> <laughs> Getting to Phoebus. Yeah. Okay, that's number one. <laughs> number two. So as far as uh, you, you, you're talking about goals or content approaching, right? Like as far right, as... Right, uh, yeah, personal goals for you. And then I kind of wanted to get a couple of Pokemon Go related goals too, right. if I could. So as far as personal goals concerned is I want to continue focusing on Twitch right now because it's just the, the best thing for me to do in this current state. The DLC is very close around the corner and me streaming on Twitch pretty much every single day kind of solidifies my position in the in the directory meaning that the moment the dlc launches there's a there's a chance that i my channel could explode with the launch even further to the point where instead of running 300 concurrent which we're kind of doing on average right now we could run like five six maybe even 700 concurrent that could be a dream my my current like twitch goal as far as the follow count concerned is oh we just literally hit thirty seven thousand. uh i want to hit fifty thousand very soon okay well congratulations in the first place and good luck with that wow thank you thank you 
So it's 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 kind of it, it's really insane. This Twitch platform. There's such a nice community on Twitch. is brilliant. It's it's so nice, and and people understand streaming. Uh, whenever the Pokemon Go content creators came to Twitch, they were very very well aware of the fact that it's not the same as a video. There's not hype and cool moments every single moment of time. There's just there's just the community is great and the ability to just host each other and like raid the other person and send your audience directly over uh, to right. someone else's channel is it's creating such a great synergy between the creator and and the platform on itself as well and i think that's very healthy especially right now in this moment in time so that's kind of like twitch right now as far as youtube concerned it's kind of hard to say where stuff is gonna go because i don't even know what i'm gonna have for breakfast tomorrow to be honest <laughs> <laughs> so very relatable geo very relatable <laughs> exactly so it's it's kind of tough to say i'd like to make more videos for sure I might be able to hire an editor around the summertime to, you know, get some content out for both stream highlights and then the Pokemon Go grind whenever we have the capability of going outside a little bit more, uh, depending on the events that are currently ongoing right now as well. So that's kind of, it's, it's, it's really tough to give an estimate to what exactly is going to be happening when you don't even know when your country is like no longer going to be on lockdown at what time, you know? Sure. Yeah, it's a very volatile sort of situation right now. So right. I don't think anybody has the answer to that question. But what about like particular goals for the things that we can control, such as uh, you're playing Sword and Shield and you're Phoebus hunting. So obviously that's a goal. Besides yep. the Phoebus hunting, do you have anything else going on in Sword and Shield before I ask you about Go? Um, So that is the big goal. And it's kind of hard to say, but I just, it really depends. Like to put it into perspective, I don't think people often realize how difficult or how daunting this hunt is. <laughs> I have the shiny charm, which increases the chance of getting a shiny Pokemon by, I think, 66%. I'm not sure. People can can quote me on that. Then there is the odds of getting shiny Feebas or just a shiny in the game is 1 in 1,365. Now, Feebas is a 1% encounter, meaning that 1 in every 100 can be a shiny can can be a Feebas spawn. So the odds of me getting shiny Feebas is one in a hundred thirty six thousand five hundred. Now on occasion there is a three percent chance that the odds will go lower a little bit. But yeah, it's gonna be one in a hundred thousand plus before I get the the shiny Feebas. Now I've been on this hunt for almost five full months. Of which oh we have, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> of which we've streamed uh, almost four four months every single day, roughly six to eight hour streams on average. So you can only imagine how long this is going to take. So <laughs> I could be here and could get it tonight, but it could also take me two years, realistically, for me to get this thing. You have to retire on this fish. You have to make it last as long as possible. <laughs> So right now, the goal, the immediate goal for Pokemon Sword and Shield is to just get it before the DLC launches. Because I kind of don't want to be on this hunt anymore when the DLC is here. Because, you know. Right, right. There's so much other stuff to do and go explore and things people want to see. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I haven't, I've, the only thing I've seen is the darn island. <laughs> oh, that, yeah, that you're fishing on consistently? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the only thing I've seen. 
I've had the opportunity to hop in your stream and just watch it along the way, bits and pieces of it. And it's just such a, it's so interesting. Everybody is just so team Phoebus. Yeah. It's in and of itself a movement. <laughs> also shout out to <laughs> my entire community and all the people that followed and, and tuned in watching me be on the same island. I don't know how you guys do it. <laughs> all right. So let's move into a uh, Pokemon go then. Right. Do you have any outstanding goals right now? I know you said you're taking more of a casual approach and by in on purpose, right? Um, by design, rather. So is there anything you've got in mind that you're trying to accomplish doing that? Yeah, I guess the, 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 the most close goal that I will be able to get before summer is uh, to hit 300 million XP which is the equivalent of hitting level 40 15 times. The reason why I go so ham on XP is because whenever uh, a potential level increase would be released in Pokemon Go, I just want to hit it instantly because it's good content, gets a lot of clicks, a lot of views, but also gets a lot of satisfaction and respect within my own community. So mm -hmm. it's, it's kind of like a pride sort of thing. That's like the biggest goal, I guess. I, I really have not... The, the other goals would be I currently have uh, probably the most badges in the world like Provo badges as in like event badges for going to locations. Sure. So I just want to expand on that. I currently got three full rows of event badges and then two others on top of that. So I want to... Wow. Yeah. Wow. Well-traveled, my man. Well-traveled. Thank you. Yeah, and traveling, of course. Traveling. When you can. Yeah. When we're able to. When it's, yeah. when it's legal. <laughs> exactly. And the thing yeah. is as well, like we've been talking to the Ghost Squad we just want we, we just want to hang out and and again with each other you know like that's something we just cannot do we were supposed to have all go fast i mean safari zones and we were supposed to be hanging out already twice this year didn't happen it's not gonna happen yeah. with philadelphia it's not gonna happen with potential go fest that was planned i don't know what Niantic is going to do with that you know so we're missing all these opportunities and we're already seeing each other not very often throughout the year and we're literally like a group of best friends right we're literally yeah. a really great group of friends, which is kind of crazy to see as well. So we're really legitimately bummed out and sad and just feeling slightly like under the weather just because of the fact that we cannot hang out. And that's just kind of like something that we really miss. And then obviously meeting all the fans and just people that watch our channel. Just It's such a empty void, even playing something like a Safari Zone makeup day. Because on the surface for people that don't have a ticket, they're like, wow, I wish I could play. But to me, if I play outside, I'm like, man, I wish I had all those people around me. This sucks. I'm just here by myself. Yeah, I, I feel that too, right? Because uh, we also, I mean, we're also content creators, but in this audio format. So I was looking forward to to meeting up with with uh, like you and a bunch of other content creators uh, mm -hmm. throughout this entire summer as well. So you did intend on on participating in every single Pokemon Go event again this summer. Yeah, well, I had plane tickets and everything. I had to get my tickets Man. back. I got scammed by my airplane. I'm not going to shout them out here, but <laughs> it's, it's, it's... Public awesome. roast, Gio. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not going to go that far. I'm not going to slander them. But no, it, no, no, it's, no, no. it sucks. Like, yeah. Yeah, it does. But well, I kind of wanted to ask you about the content creation then around that. So if you had then been going to these, um, the GoFests and the Safari Zones, would you have made your regular vlog content there? And while you were out of, you know, out of town, kind of taking a break from Twitch? Absolutely. Yeah. And okay. I, okay. I would have actually uploaded more now on YouTube if there were, if I had the capability of going, because I was intending to make, make more videos again, but it's just the, the thing with videos is like content creation. I've been doing it for six years. I've twice had a really big burnout from YouTube 
in, in general that I just sure. couldn't bring myself to make a video. And I'm, I was slowly getting that mojo back, but then COVID hit and it just took a, it took a blow again. Right. But I'm, I'm slowly getting back into content creation again. Like, you know, I'm taking my time. I'm no longer saying like, hey, I'm going to do this and, and pro- make promises because that's something that's adding on to the pressure. So yeah, just in in due time, I'll be I'll be back with more frequent content and also like covering news. But it kind of feels low. It kind of feels low effort just doing it from home and then like talking here, sitting here and talking about what's new in the game. And the people are like, right, yeah, great, but I cannot play. Great, great, right, <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, it is kind of a, a mixed bag, right? You're not quite sure what the right way to go is. You just gonna kind of follow your sense of of correct direction, and it seems yeah, like true. you're doing just that. Not yeah. only that, but it's like I, I'm also a firm believer of don't don't try to fix what ain't broken and what, what I'm doing right now works with Twitch and a bit of YouTube. It works. I can pay the bills. I'm 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 happy. I, I love the community that I have and I, I wanna do them justice by getting this darn fish. <laughs> well Well, I'll pray for you tonight, Gio. I, I'll tell you that, man. <laughs> Thank you. That's so funny. Okay. Uh, the last thing I kind of wanted to talk about was, do you think moving further along here, like after you've caught your Phoebus and stuff and you're doing this DLC content, what's your next, what's the next Phoebus for you? Like the next shiny hunt or like big? Yeah. I mean, well, you probably couldn't have predicted that shiny Phoebus would turn into a, a thing. <laughs> Quite of what it is, right? So I, I was low-key kind of thinking a couple of things starting this Phoebus hunt. The first thing that I started was like it could be, potentially bring eyes to this to the channel right like that's i'm always talking in terms of content creation so i knew for a fact that some people were going to be invested with it the amount that's like a different story i didn't expect it at all right for sure and then as far as the length of this hunt i i went in this hunt fully well aware that it would could potentially take me up to a year like that's something that i knew from the beginning and that's why i wanted to do it like you know that's really what what i wanted to do it like it's going to be it's going to be one of these moments that I'll be able to tell my kids when I get them. Like, right. yo, right. daddy caught a fish and they're going to be not caring about it at all. But that's fine. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you, can re- te- you can regale them with the story of you spending a year catching a fish online. And they'll be like, yeah, I don't, they're going to find daddy really dumb. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I don't know. But the way it's going, you'll probably still be a hero to him, right? So there you go. Dude, I think at this moment in time, if 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 it goes over 100,000 encounters, maybe I got a Kotaku or Polygon knocking on my door asking for an interview. And maybe that will get me verified <laughs> on Twitter. You never know. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm writing those down. Those are the new goals. Okay, okay. <laughs> Awesome. Well, that's all I've got really to, to cover here with you today, Gio. I just kind of I wanted to talk mostly about your transition from your content because it's just infinitely fascinating. And good luck, you know, for you to get ahead of the game there, like we were talking about before, a couple of months before everybody Thank had you. to stay inside anyway. So. Yeah, I found it very interesting that that people are saying like you were ahead of the game. Like I didn't even perceive it as such. I just the thing for me is like I had this Twitch channel already. And I already was partnered. And then actually the funny thing, and I never mentioned this anywhere, but last year around summertime, I actually got assigned the username Reversal. You know, it was Reversal YouTube. But the issue with calling yourself Reversal YouTube is people on Twitch don't want to connect with you because of the YouTube name in there. It's kind of like a rivalry in a sense that I actually one time got hosted and uh, uh, basically... the host means that people are sending their audience over to you after they're done streaming or a raid. 
So uh, I was watching the VOD of one of the streamers that were hosting me, and they, they literally said, oh, this guy has YouTube in the name. I don't know if one of them him. So that kind of got me to think, like, you know, if I could actually get the username reversal, that would be sick. So I applied for it throughout my um, partnership manager, and then he actually got me the username. And then I was like, oh, that's sick. I should probably do something with Twitch. And that's kind of like where in December I was like, all right, let's 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 do this Twitch thing. Yeah, so you secured your your global branding. That's, yes. that's sick. That yes. go, that speaks volumes. It really does, you know. Yeah, it's like this kind of feeling, like it's, it's kind of self, you know. Right. I mean, yeah, it's just as much your identity. Like your personality is is your work. So yeah, that makes so much sense to me. That's great that you were able to get it across the board. Kind of sucks that I picked a very generic username though. <laughs> oh, I don't think so. I don't know anybody else that is reversal. You're the only reversal I know. It's just it's just hard to get my name on different social media. For example, Instagram and Twitter. I'll never get these reversal username. That's what I meant. Oh, sure, gotcha. Wait, have you have you stalked those people? Are they are they using it? Dude, reversal on Twitter blocked me. What? <laughs> I offered him a grand for the username, and he blocked me. Really? And That's he's not so using funny. his account. He has not posted a tweet since 2017. He blocked okay. me. He didn't want it. That's just rude. That's just rude. Yeah. <laughs> you got to get the poker flute. Get that guy off there. The guy on Instagram with the reversal username sounded hella sketchy. So I didn't want to do business with him. Oh, for sure. You're just like, okay, well, I'm uncomfortable now and you can just keep that. I'll see Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just slowly leave the room. Yeah. That's hilarious. Oh, man. Okay. Before we, we do wrap things up here, uh, for mm-hmm. the people that are listening at home, not currently on stream, is there a, you want to link people? What do you want to shout out? I want to shout out all the Pokemon Go content creators who are also on Twitch. I see Zoe Two Dots. She's actually in the chat right now, just joined in. Trainer Tips. Hey, Zoe. Zoe Two Dots on Twitch. Trainer Tips. T R N R Tips on Twitch. Uh, Mystic Seven is uh, the Mystic Seven H W D. Then we got the cruise ship. We got J T Gilly. Like the entire squad is like if you if you find a Pokemon Go content creator great give them a follow on twitch like you can find it in the description of their videos uh, we're busy trying to set up a ghost squad team under the usernames so that way people can quick access our names so uh shout out to uh all the people that actually came to twitch and it's it's funny to see them do a stream like you see all and i think that's very fascinating to people that watch us on youtube i think it's very fascinating to see if we're the same or different on on stream and we're mostly the same Mostly shout out to them. And Holly, of course, she should. Yeah, it's like going through names for Pokemon Master Holly as well, of course. Yeah, everybody is doing uh, something out there. Uh, I've been digging Nick's uh, DJ sets that have been very interesting. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, phenomenal. So, yeah, you guys are just in a wonderful group of creators. Thank you so much for what you guys are doing right now, especially since we're all at home and have nothing else to do but be entertained by y'all. No, but thank you all for watching. That's obviously the reason why we're here is because you all decide to tune in at these goofballs making content. Exactly. Is there any other social feeds you'd like to shout out really quick? Reversal X7 on Twitter, uh, Reversal YouTube on Instagram. Uh, check out my channel. Check out my Twitch. Following is free on Twitch. Make an account. Come hang out and follow GoCast if you have not people in my chat. 
you should the link is right there <laughs> thank Check you out the thank you very much geo yeah you guys can find us at goguestpodcast.com and that's pretty much it well thank you so much for your time today geo really appreciate it especially on stream what a unique experience this is the first for me for sure hey there you go <laughs> okay we'll see you guys later thanks so much bye-bye right, bye-bye